Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Irrational Passions Presents. I am Alex O'Neill, uh, joined by uh, a nefarious man himself, Mr. Brian Nobishin Jackson. Nefarious. Nefarious. I like, I want to give you just a different great ag- adjective every time I introduce you, just because you deserve it. Okay. And, and nefarious is just a great adjective. Um, we we recorded part one before we talked about my my gaming history, where where I came from as far as video games. Uh, we are gathered again, Navishin, to talk about yours. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Is there anything that you want to say to like set this up to to give us some context? Uh, uh by what do you mean by that? Uh, what year were you born? Oh, I'm born um uh, 1986. I'm 33 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I should establish that too. That I was born in '93, and I am 26. Uh, in my episode, but now you know. If you stayed around for part two, you got <laughs> you got that extra <laughs> nugget. Um, 86. Would you describe yourself as a Sega child or a Nintendo child? Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. Like, um, okay. Like I, I never had a master system or anything like that, but like um, my first console was the uh, the NES, the Nintendo. Um, like back then, um, my dad was in the uh, military. Um, yeah, he was in the military, and like um, uh, pretty much like um, we were neighbors to like um, um, one of his friends, and like he was like one of those kids that had like all the NES games. So like um, um, we used to go over there like almost all the time because like he was real good friends with him, and that's where we played like Mario and um. And Donkey Kong and stuff like that. So I was like, "Oh man!" Like he, like he had, he had almost. It felt like he had almost literally in every game. At least that's what it felt like. <laughs> All the games. Yeah. So it was like it was like anything. That's why I like um I played like a lot of things um around that time. Um, okay. and then like eventually like um when we we eventually got our own um um I think my parents got it like from a thrift store or something or a flea market. Um, yeah, definitely a thrift store. Um. And like um, you know, we had like certain games that like um, we had like the mainstays. We had like the the Mario threes, the Mario two, and Mario one, and like a various of other ones. But like um, I know me and my brother, um, me being the youngest in my family, um, I have a, a sister, an older, the oldest sister, and like a, a middle child brother. Um, um, me being the youngest, but the baby of the family. Um, like me and my brother, like um, we used to go to like um, renting like. This is when renting was like really a thing. It was like we rented Hell like yeah. all the time. Um, cause we rented Mega Man two. Uh, we rented Mega Man three, Mega Man four. We had Mega Man four because that's what, that was my brother's favorite game at the time. Mega Man four. Um, but we rented two and three. Um, I can't really think of like very many NES games. Like, like I, I have an affinity for the um, NES, but like the NES wasn't really my console. Really, like. It was just mm. it was more just the more or less the Mario <laughs> system, and that's like that's mainly what I played. I played a lot of Donkey Kong as well, but like um, it wasn't really something that um we spent too much time with. Was the Donkey Kong NES version different than the arcade version, or was it the same? Um, it's 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 different. It's 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 it's, it's very similar. I know that, but like there's like certain things, like probably certain sound effects that like aren't as good as the um arcade version. Arcade, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, but like we never really played it too much. You know, like Donkey Kong Junior. We played that too, but like we never really played. Hell it. yeah, Donkey Kong Junior. was dope though. Yeah. Um, where did it start, Navishin? Do you remember the first video game that you played? Oh, it was definitely the original Super Mario Brothers. It, it was actually Super Mario Brothers slash um, Duck Hunt. 
Um, oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, now now that Tony Horvath's <laughs> first video game ever as well, but he played Duck Hunt part of it. As a matter of fact, I, what I remember op- opposites <laughs> of the same cartridge. In fact, I I actually like you just made me remember because like it's um it was like Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and Track and Field because we had the uh, the power pad. Um and that oh yeah and if anything it was like the family game as far as like me and my sister and my brother played together it was like definitely the track and field game and like you know we did the whole like um running on the pad thing and like actually slapping the pad like on your knees and slapping the pad to actually yeah. we actually did that um and that was funny too because like we were <laughs> it's like you know like the habitually see like people on the internet it was like oh I thought that was just our thing I didn't think actually people actually did that <laughs> oh people actually did this yeah. life hacks for real yeah. But like uh, that was pretty much the NES era for us. Like, um, um, like pretty much like after that, um, my father left the military. Um, he just flat quit. Um, and so like, um, you know, he got his, he got himself a job and stuff like that. And like, um, my mother was working as well. So like, um, um, around the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era, we never got it like at launch or anything like that. So we always got those second handed. Um, like we had like our, a lot of consoles second handed um around that time. Um, so that's when I got that's when we got Super Super Nintendo and the Genesis like, around the same time, I believe. Um, and I remember I remember distinctly that like the Super Nintendo was my brother's and like the Genesis was mine. No, no, it was the other way around actually. Like um, they gave me the Super Nintendo. They said, "This is your console," and like William, my my older brother, like you get the Genesis. And like I was so mad about that because like I really wanted the Genesis because I really wanted to play Sonic games. So because um, mm-hmm. like um, Sonic was my favorite thing back then. Um, uh, do you know where Do you know where that started? Was it just like some cloud of emotions that led you to Sonic, or was there a specific thing? Uh, it, it was actually a specific thing. Like, um, I was at a, one of my babysitters' um places at the time, and like, um, it was literally this like, um, her like she was like an older woman, like in her thirties or something, and like, um, she was like around like a bunch of her friends and stuff like that, and she like she literally said like, "Oh, come look at this, come look at this video game thing," and like she was like. They were looking at Sonic just like doing his like idle animation, just tapping his piece like that, and they were just like laughing just at that. Like, Look at that, that's so crazy! And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Type of thing. Just like just stand, Sonic just standing around. Are, just, are we talking like five year old Brian, like four or five year old Brian here, like it, just yeah, it was lost and confused, but obsessed with with Sonic. Yeah, like it, it would probably be like around ninety one, ninety two. Um, mm-hmm. so like yeah, I would have to be like five, five or six. So like. Just like yeah, like because I was obsessed with Sonic at the time, obviously. So like, <laughs> I love that you saw this one thing in Sonic and you were obsessed with it. Yeah, it's great. Because like um, when when eventually we got to Sega Genesis, like Sonic Two, which I say is like the game I played the most of over and over again. It's like it literally was because like um, um, it was like it was like it was like one of those spelunky things. Like with you, it's like it was like a daily yeah. thing. It's just like I just beat this every day just because I love it so much and I I um I played it a lot. Um. But it was just, I get it. It was specifically Sonic Two. Like Sonic Two was like amazing to me. Um. Oh God. Uh. Like I, I love that that because like I think that um that like latching onto that or seeing something that really clicks with you and just like fully just embracing that thing for whatever it is is like so true to you uh-huh. today. Uh, and I love that. I love that Sonic is like the thing that started it all. You know. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I lo- that's like one of my favorite things about you. I would say, like when when we like 
latch on when the I'm trying to think the fucking uh 2.8 uh final chapter prologue bullshit happens. Oh right. You would you and me both flip the shit about the most specific thing in that <laughs> that whole game that like straight up doesn't matter, but like mattered so much to both of us. Like that exact feeling is like the definition of our friendship so yeah. i'm I'm glad in a weird dark way it's all because of sonic the hedgehog yeah. <laughs> that both it makes me so happy and it infuriates me uh, um I, we were talking about uh your dad left the military and then your older brother got the genesis and you always wanted it yes um yeah we had genesis and uh Super Nintendo both at the same time i also want to mention real fast like um like i didn't beat video games around that time like sonic 2 was the first video mm-hmm. game i actually beat but like okay. I, I, but I played them all the time. So it was like, you know, like I, I, I honestly, like I never beat any of the original Super Mario games. Um, like I just, I played like the opening like over and over again, and I had fun just doing that. Like Mega Man Two, I didn't beat till like I was like in my twenties, probably my twenties. Okay. And like, um, you know, I love that game. I love that game to death, and then I, I played it like constantly. But like, it, like it was just enough just to just to play the game for the entertainment. I didn't really have to actually beat the game to actually like um enjoy it. And I guess that's why, like, I have such an affinity of, like, for old games and just in general. Um, that kind of shorter format, too. Yeah. Just, and that pick up and playness. Yeah, that's kind of why I could play Mega Man X, like, over and over again. Like, no problem. Because, like, it's just, like, it's just something I just love doing over and over again. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, um, we um we had the Super Nintendo. Like, Super, uh, Super Nintendo, we had um, Mario World, obviously. Um, we always rented Mega Man X. We never had it. Um, Street Fighter 2. That was a game. That was a big game with me and my brother. Um, uh, we played that constantly. Um, that's the original. I don't think we ever got like Super or Turbo. Uh, well, we never no bought new it. characters for you. Yeah, we never bought it. All- we always we probably rented it, but we never bought it. Um, but like, I remember it took me so long to learn how to do a Shoryuken, but I finally eventually got to do that myself. I like. I the thing is, if no one had told me. And I came to Street Fighter like in 2008. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if no one had told me how to do a sh- like a like a Hadouken or whatever, like I would have never figured it out. Right. <laughs> I had I until I played Street Fighter Four, I had no idea like of like quarter circle commands. Like that was a thing I just didn't know existed. Right. Ever. Mm-hmm. Imagine living that blind, you know? Yeah, but like, <laughs> like because like um like it's probably if I didn't go to the arcade as often, but but I go into the arcade. That's more of like you know, like my parents are want to go somewhere. And like okay, I just hang out where the video games at. You know, it's like either that or or like a toy store is where we um where I would go. Yeah. Hell yeah, like you KB toys. Yeah, just show up. Yeah, just walk around, just doing whatever. <laughs> but like uh yeah, going to the arcades and like playing light gun games and stuff like that. That's that was some that was a thing I really enjoyed back in the day. Um, yeah, I never like I I did a little bit, you know, like in. Shadowland, which is like this laser tag place near me, there's like some arcade machines, and then like the occasional Dave and Buster's trip or whatever the equivalent was when we were kids. But I would play with my brother, and we would only play like the Jurassic Park game. You know, I I never got into arcade games in a big way. Mm. Did you like? Were you visiting them a lot? Like, did you go to like a straight up eighties arcade? Do you remember ever doing that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like all the time. Like that's where I played like the Simpsons beat 'em up or Turtles, um, Ninja Turtles or stuff like that. Like I love the beat 'em ups just because of like um going to um arcades. Uh, That's that's where I love beat 'em ups from. Like X Men, it was X Men, um, Ninja Turtles, and like um, uh, Final Fight wasn't there. 
Um, but like, yeah, just like general beat em ups is like that was the thing I always gravitate to, and like, um, mm. you know, like I, I um, <laughs> we'll blow we'll blow some money on that, but like, um, I always gravitate gravitate to that or like um fighting games. Those those are the main things I did. Um, and um, also like like gun games too. Like those were like the main things that I played in an arcade. You were that uh the kid from uh Persona Five who's just a god like at like on games to show up. No, <laughs> he's no. got to be cheating. No, I'm the guy next to him who puts his hand over his eye and. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the fucking coolest dude in the world. <laughs> Dabs at the end or whatever he fucking does. <laughs> oh man. Uh, go. Uh, you tweeted out that gif like two years ago, but it's still fucking funny. <laughs> go look it up. Um. So, when did you get to play Sonic? Like, what was the story there? Uh, did you, did your brother let you play eventually? Oh, it was. It was never like really like um like a thing where it's like, oh, this is my system, you can't have it type of thing. It was more of like there was a saying, "This was ours." And I, I even remember at a point where it was like I, I made a deal with my brother, like, "Hey, do you want the Super Nintendo, and I can have the Sega Genesis, so I can play Sonic?" I think we made that dark deal or whatever. Excellent. Because um, like only thing, like like the other thing about like um me with these old consoles, like I only had like a handful. Like I never really had too many games. Like for Sega Genesis, I had like a, just a bunch of Sonic games and like um Mortal Kombat. And I think that's the only Sega Genesis games I ever had. That's the first Mortal yeah. Kombat. Like Super Nintendo, we had like Mario World, Mortal Kombat three, and I can't re- Street Fighter. Like I can't really think of any other games that like we did um, actually owned at that time. Um, like I'll get into it later with um, the way I the ways I the way I got to play those other games. But like um, you know, like renting games, we did a lot of. That's how I played um, Mickey's Magical Quest. Um, yes, dude, and like um, you know, just like this other random stuff. Um, Earthworm Jim, we rented. Um, that was another one of my favorites just at the time. Just like um, but that just went through. Aladdin, Lion King, did they come into the picture at some? Lion point? King, yes. Aladdin, no. I never played Aladdin, honestly. No, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely rented Lion King. A lot of rentals. I I, I didn't mention it, but rental rentals a big part of the nineties. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a big deal in renting video games. I remember like uh, the biggest one for me was like reserving renting banjo Tooie the day it came out so like i was gonna be the first person to get it oh yeah <laughs> uh and yeah that was that was one i i rented frequently um, um like after this point now like um like the next big thing with far as gaming was um me getting my game boy um mm. which was like um you know it came with tetris and everything like that but like it was obviously because like um pokemon was a thing at the time and like um yeah and like i literally got it i think i got like my my game boy and pokemon before the anime even showed up on tv or at least i wasn't aware of it on tv because like, i wasn't aware of pokemon at all like my mom just got me that game because like um her her friend's sons were playing it and she's saying that um it was a really good game and they were really into it they're like i would probably like it and that was like my- bless those kids <laughs> they, they changed your life and like um Oh, what was I say? Uh, yeah, they were like, uh, they, they just think I was into, it. and like, I never played an RPG at the time. So, like, um, that was like my first RPG was literally Pokemon, and me just enjoying the hell out of that. And like, yeah, that was like another one of those big games that I just was obsessed with, had a strategy guy with, and beat. And I, I got everything in that game. Both me and my brother, I should say too, because like, um, um, 
because there's a point where my, my brother kind of stopped playing video games and I just just kept going. Um, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like my brother had blue, I had red, and like um, we just went through that game together. We um, had a game shark. We did the stuff with that too. Um, we both got Mew. <laughs> uh, nice. We got Missing No and all that stuff. We did the Rare Candy glitch. We did all that stuff. It was fun. Damn. That's hardcore. Yeah, like I think I bet Brady might have done those those kind of like that level of, of Pokemon playing when we were kids, but but definitely not Derek or I. Mm. Uh that was what so Pokemon Red and Blue is what, ninety three, ninety four? Uh it might be later than that, but um Maybe it might be ninety six. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the Game Boy is like early nineties for whatever reason. No, the Game but, Boy uh, was early it came out early eighties. We didn't I didn't get to like the nineties. Okay. Because, like, Tetris um, was the pack-in. Obviously, we all love Tetris. Um, yeah. My sister really loved Tetris. Um, I don't think my mother ever really played it, though. Damn. Uh, and where were you at with Tetris? Just here and there? Oh, it, The occasional? It, it was, like, it, yeah, it was just the thing I played just to, just to play. Like, it was always fun. I know, I've always loved Tetris. <laughs> um, So, I'm just saying, I'm trying to gauge. So, you're probably about 10 at this point, right? Uh, yes, because it should be before, um, before the, uh, N64 came out. Okay. Because I have a very Which specific story about that. Right, yeah. so, um, that's, like, the next era of games. Yes. Um, so the N64, um, definitely something I wanted. I, I wanted it desperately. I really, really, really wanted the N64. Um, telling my mom, like, I really wanted this thing, um... Uh, like it, it's that that was that was the thing I really wanted, um, because like I I went to a friend's house, like I saw Mario sixty four there for the first time, I saw Mario Kart there for the first time, and it's like oh this is so amazing, it's so cool, I really want this system. Never had an N sixty four in my life, never owned it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, clearly you're not still bitter or anything. <laughs> no, no, like uh, cause like um, it was it was interesting um that Christmas um uh, cause my mom um. I think she still addressed it as Santa. Maybe, maybe not. Like, no, no. This one, this one was different. I think she um, addressed it herself, saying like, um, "Hey, I'm sorry. I we couldn't just get this thing for you. I'm sorry, but I got you this other thing that you really wanted." Um, so I opened it up, and it, it turned out to be um, a Mickey Mouse phone, <laughs> which is something I, I. That was the other big thing in my life that I really, really wanted, and it was just <laughs> hell like, yes, dude. And, like I was really like super excited. Like I, I, I honestly forgot like almost wanting an N64 just because I had that phone. And it's so weird to go, oh, this is just like a Mickey Mouse phone just saying like, oh, someone's coming. Oh, oh. That's, all, that's all it really is. And like, well, I just loved it to death and I just really, I really wanted something like that because I was a big Disney dork back then. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like, even though I didn't get the, that system, like I had like a, a big, a good memory with it. <laughs> as far that's as that. great. That's, that's such good, wholesome shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did the PlayStation enter your life in its place? See, this is the thing. It's like yes and no. Um, so around this era, um, uh, we did eventually get a PlayStation. Um, okay. um, got it um from a thrift store, like, like always. That's right. I know. I know your Final Fantasy VII story, so you must have played a PlayStation. Yeah, like the only PlayStation games we had was Resident Evil. Uh, me and my brother mm-hmm. both adored that. Um, uh, Mega Man X Four. Um, like one of my favorite games ever. That was like, that was like um the thing we like. I rented that game for like maybe like two or three years straight, and then like eventually I just bought it. <laughs> like I don't know why <laughs> we just didn't buy Excellent. it straight out, but like uh, I just, just spent hundreds of dollars renting this game basically. Um, and like that, 
that was really just like it. Like PlayStation was like a weird era for me. Um, just this era in general. This is kind of why I just didn't play like any newer games. Like I know friends who were like saying like, "Oh, Gran Turismo was like the thing," or Metal Gear Solid was the thing, and like. I just didn't know about them. I didn't really care about them. And, like, um, I was, like, playing my Genesis mostly, just playing old Sonic games. Like, around this time, I, I discovered eBay, and, like, I, I got the rest of the Sonic games from there. And, like, um, that's, that's how I played Sonic and Knuckles and, like, Sonic 3 oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Just, like, just playing it like that. Um, But, like, yeah, like, PlayStation was, like, um, that's, that's, like, a huge hole in my, like, history. So, like, like when the PlayStation Mini came out, like, um, like obviously, I, I, I got it when it was, like, 20 bucks or whatever but like i'm looking at it and saying man there's there's nothing on here that i've actually played um from my past like i never played cash no i played crash Bandicoot. maybe like a kiosk played final fantasy 7 too right yeah like um that that was like something i eventually played um yeah that was so, like it's so it's so funny with final fantasy 7 like um like those, i know i love it <laughs> those those same friends um that um that suggested my mom that i get pokemon like they have Final Fantasy VII, and like, like there was like just vague memories for me and my um, um around that time where like I saw parts of Final Fantasy VII, but like I saw the parts that I saw were like the bike scene, which was great, and I saw the um um I think it's Genova, like walking towards the city or something like that. Oh, that's the diamond weapon. Yeah, diamond weapon. I, I saw those two parts, and like, oh man, this game looks incredible. And like, obviously, yeah. commercials sold me on that. And then like, eventually, when I rented it, it was just like. <laughs> like it, I didn't understand anything. Like I didn't understand like why I had multiple discs. I put in like disc one, and it's like this is boring. Let me put in this two. Like why isn't this working? Let me put in disc three. Why isn't this working? This doesn't make any sense. Um, and obviously aesthetically, like I, I didn't like it either. So like um, yeah, that, that was my story from that. <laughs> like I just read it in, and just, I just took it back. I think the same day. Um, yeah, Popeye people, you know. Yeah, man. Um, I I'm <laughs> what a what a terrible ally i've taken you down with that game though <laughs> i don't know i like i want to believe that some someday you would have replayed that game without me but I, I'm, I'm glad i had a hand in getting you back i mean it. like i've done it multiple times dude like um i eventually owned the game um and like tried it and same thing and then like it eventually came free for playstation plus i think and then i tried it again still didn't do it then i bought it and then you know i still didn't do it yeah still didn't do it yeah so you know just gotta get through it man yeah that's just need the right catalyst that's all but uh, uh so, and sometimes that's not appearing on webcam. <laughs> <laughs> uh so play, through the PlayStation era you had a PlayStation uh rented a lot of games. So yeah. then we're getting to PS2 GameCube stuff. Yeah, um I should also mention around the PlayStation era like um that's when um emulating came into my life. So that's okay. so that's when I started being like the older games that like um I never got into or never really beat fully. That's when I started like playing like even like Japanese games and like um other okay. stuff that like um you know I didn't like like they weren't translated or anything like that. I just play stuff like um that's how BC is this hmm? is this when anime entered your life as well just uh, curious <laughs> uh anime? so we're talking this is probably like 1998 to 2000 is where we're at yeah it was definitely around the 2000 era um okay that um. That was like the anime thing. Just saying, you got into emulation and anime at the same time. Anime fans all need to go to prison. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're trying to establish here. No, I, uh, yeah, I, that's, I think that is the turn of the era. So you're like also like what, 14, 15 at this point? Yes. Yes. It's a, and cause like, um, yes, around that time. Like, so you're in high school? 
Yeah, so, like, around that time, like, it was, like, the thing that I would do is, like, play games on emulation or, like, get Dragon Ball Z videos online from Kazaa. That, that's, like, literally the two things that, were, that was, I was about. That was the that internet for you. Oh, yeah. That was, that, that was all it was. Cause like, um, because, because of emulation, it's, like, um, that's how I beat Super Mario RPG. That's how I beat all the Mega Man in X3, um, X1 to X2, X3. Um, like, like that was like filling in the uh, the catalog of games that like I'd never beaten, but I you know experienced and like try stuff like different stuff. Um, also where I played like um, uh, Dragon Ball Z Hyper Dimension. Uh, like yes. that was like the game where I just like played a lot of. Um, I, I got really good at. It. I felt like I was. <laughs> um, like, that was, you know, you had like one of those games where you feel like you're the best in the world at this because like you put so much time into it. That was, yes, dude. Of course, <laughs> that was that game for me. I ever, I, I don't think I've ever actually went against another human being in that game. But like, you'll never know. Yeah, right? exactly. You do believe? <laughs> but like at that time, I was like, oh, I played this so many times. I went to get the computer so many times. I played on the hardest difficulty, the, the, the difficulty that the, the max had the health up all the way, and I still beat the computer. Like I'm, I'm the best in the world at this game. That was that game for me. Yeah, I get it. Um. I I like that. I I think that was like probably a bigger error for you than it was for me. I think because I I just the emulation. I don't think I think I had it and I never really like did anything meaningful, emulated anything like that was really out there or or something that really left an impression on me. Uh-huh. It was just like re- replaying games I'd already seen or or like having a better context for games that I'd already seen. Sure. Yeah, I I, um, I was literally using that to like beat games from the past or like even experience new games. So like um. Yeah. yeah that's why I like cool. yeah that's, that's why I like i'm i'm always about like remasters stuff like that because like um especially like for like classic games and stuff like that because like oh i probably played you on the emulation for free let me just buy it just because oh, the i will say the one big game that i did get to through emulation that i never played as a kid because i couldn't was conquer's bad fur day actually mm-hmm. um and i love that game it, like i don't think it's left like an impactful lasting impression it's not my favorite rare game or anything so i i don't talk about it a lot but that was definitely like I was like 16. Uh, I had a computer at that point, and like I couldn't play it as a kid because it was rated M. My parents wouldn't let me. Right. Uh, so that was like me coming to find that game and playing it finally. And it's cool. It's a it's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, so PS2 GameCube. Yes. I guess like, are you still into games in high school? Are you like still playing them regularly? Would you say? Uh, it was it was just anime at that time at, or at the beginning of it i should say um it, yes. it was just mostly just anime like that was i was the anime guy at the time um just like around the area like anyone want to recommend everybody recommendation of anime. <laughs> yeah, that was me <laughs> yeah. um but then eventually we got a ps2 um okay uh yeah like the first game i got for that um oh i didn't get it like um see like the thing with the ps2 like when we got our ps2 um uh, like it came with like well, AT, like ATV, um, um, Off Road Theory. That's the one I played. That's the game I played. That was the only game I. Yeah. That was, Damn, dude. Yeah, that was the game I played on that. That was the first game I had for it. <laughs> um, but like the first real game I played for it was um Batman Vengeance, which is like basically like the anime series as a video game. Um, on uh, PlayStation Two, which was really good. I really loved that game a lot. Um. But like, um, because it's funny. My brother told me like on Christmas, like, um, like he had the choice to pick between, um, he told my parents to pick between like, um, Batman Vengeance and that. He was telling them to get Batman Vengeance, but they got me ATV. So like, that was a weird choice. But like, whatever. Um, but like, um, 
obviously like it was one of those things too where it's like um it was christmas day you know got the ps2 so it was great and then like you didn't have a memory card so it was like and then i didn't get a memory card for like maybe like like a month or something like that so like you know i was playing games and just playing from the beginning and like it just like <laughs> it was just like childhood game. all over again just <laughs> replaying the beginning of the games yes exactly um but like um it took a while for like the PST to really um pick up for me. Um Yeah, where's the first splash? For PS2? Yeah. Probably Kingdom Hearts, honestly. It's got to be Kingdom Hearts, yeah. right? 2002? Yeah. yeah, 2002. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was definitely Kingdom Hearts. You know what, fuck, dude? Cuz I'm skipping I'm skipping the entire thing. I'm, I'm skipping the Dreamcast. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, where's the Dreamcast fall into this? Dreamcast was huge for me. It was huge because okay. of Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Oh uh, uh, yeah, of course. I, yeah. You're right. I I completely forgot about this. And like, uh, this was like the like the the real last time my brother was really into gaming because like um he would play his sports games on the um the Dreamcast and like I remember we only had one BMU and like we had to like literally like debate when we can actually like use that fucking BMU because like one of his sports games take like the entire BMU because like sports games have like a crazy save data even today like there's like. It's just too big, and like I couldn't pick my Sonic <laughs> Adventure save on there, so it was like it was one of those things where it's like, like I <laughs> let me have Sonic Adventure for like a week, and let me play that for a week, and then like you could have the sports game for like the rest of the month or something like that. So like, damn, it was like one of those things. So like I I rebeat that game a lot of times because of that. Um, but like PS2, um, I'm sorry, Dreamcast was great. Like it's it's one of my favorite systems. Like PS2 is my favorite system, but like I would say like um Dreamcast is definitely one of my sy- favorite systems. It's one of those things like. Um, like outside looking in, you you can't really understand like the the fervor or like the 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 affinity the affinity of why people love the Dreamcast. But like the people who actually owned the Dreamcast and like actually like had like a demo disc and had like play those games, like man, like the Dreamcast was like incredible. Like um, like the Dreamcast was like the one system I played like sports games with my brother with, like um, or at least like um the first NFL two K we played together. Because I could be, I could be the uh, the seventy sixers, and I could pl- I could do this play called San Francisco, and like it was like a, it was like a one hundred percent chance like I can always get the guy to catch it with that play because of a certain way I did it, um, <laughs> and like I, um, and we always had close matches because like it was pretty much easy mode for him, me while my brother played it like um you know professionally because uh, I never ran the ball I always like threw the ball, um, mm-hmm. but like uh. Yeah, like that was, those are one of those great times of um, video games with my brother. Um, it was like it's that, it's Pokemon, um, it's Resident Evil. Um, like those were the only real times that we like we actually really game together. And like after that, like my brother kind of like not really fell off from video games, but like you know he just became like your atypical like um, he just plays it mostly just for sports games and like he plays 2K on it like constantly, but like um, he doesn't really like get in depth into it until, like unless I recommend him something like. Um, I recommend Resident. I recommend them Resident Evil too, because like, oh man, it's just like Resident Evil from like what we played back in the day. So like, you should really get this game. So like, um, he's been loving that. So that's been pretty. Oh, great. did you get it? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, little veer off topic a little bit here, but I'm curious if it's the same way for you, because for me, and maybe we should talk about it in a little bit too of like getting into like watching G4 and stuff and like becoming aware of like the industry of video games and like the sphere of games and like the other things about there like i i say this because for me my brother brady's friend randy like who's like a friend up the street 
he, he had a Dreamcast, right? Uh-huh. That was the only person in our life that had a Dreamcast. So I went over with my brother one one time to his house so I could see it because I asked because I wanted to see it. I was like, oh, I want to see like what the, the Dreamcast is like. And I just watched him play Crazy Taxi. Uh, and I thought it was very wild at the time, I'm sure. Um, but then, like, I never, ever heard about the Dreamcast ever again. Right. Like, like think about it. I saw this physical console in front of me once and never again for, like, years until, like, 2006 where it's like, oh, yeah, and, like, I go to IGN.com, read about the Dreamcast. Like, it, colossal failure. Like, oh, like, this is, adds so much context. Like, I didn't know the Sega Saturn was a system until mm. I was, like, 20. Right. <laughs> so, like, was there, like, anything like that for you where, like, there was something that you just totally missed that you have more context for now? Um, Is that the N64? <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Like, the N64 was, like, um... It, it the N sixty four was literally a console where I would borrow from my friends to play. Like that's how I played Ocarina of Time. Eventually, because um, mm-hmm. it was around the PS two era when I played that game. Um, I um, Tony, my best friend Tony, like um, he let me borrow the console so like um, I could experience that game and played a little bit of Majora's Mask and got to that point where I always stopped that <laughs> and never got past um, yep. where we get the Stone Mask or Giant Mask, I should yep. say. Um, but I'm, so I'm, close. Yeah, You're I so close. <laughs> oh. All right, go ahead. But um <laughs> like I, I beat um Ocarina of Time, which was a, a great um I I did play Mario sixty four. I don't think I've ever beat that game, but I definitely played it. Um That's like an impossible game. I beat it once and it's not worth it. <laughs> Mario sixty four. I don't like that game to be fair, but like I'm, that's whatever. I mean, I, I know I definitely beat the DS remake of it, but like um Okay, yes, I definitely beat that one too. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but like, um, yeah, um, but yeah, this, the N64 was, um, a weird one. That's why I like Smash on the N64. Um, I never, I, I got played it, but like, I never really like got into it. Like, um, it wasn't until like, um, around the GameCube era, obviously when Melee came out, um, um, Mark, um, a friend at the time, um, oh, that's where, he, um, when Mark, um, he introduced me to, to, um, a bunch of my other friends, um, like Travis and Marcus and like Bill, like, um, um, that's what we like got together and just like does play smash all the time and then like um uh through mark like because i got friends with um marcus and travis like um they were super into fighting games which nice. is like something i was like you know I'm, i've always been a fan of, of fighting games but like i never really had someone to play with like other than my brother who just like plays street fighter and Mortal Kombat every once in a while but like never really into it but like yeah. um they were the ones who like got really deep into it so like um you know they would bring over capcom versus sk2 and like we would play that constantly and like um uh, like, like if it wasn't for Marcus and Travis, like I, I wouldn't be um not not an aficionado, but like um I wouldn't be the lover of fighting games that I am now, cause like um uh, and you just went to Evo, dude. Like it's it's come full circle. Yeah, like um and like uh Marcus was there. Um, uh, oh shit, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, like <laughs> which was like really good because he competed for um in Smash for a little bit, and like um Travis couldn't make it unfortunately, but like um there's something coming out. Um, there's something happening in October that they invited me to, so I'll probably try to meet with them up with them there. But like that's um, awesome. yeah, like um that, like that like if you talk if you want to talk about like people who had like impact in your life in like in a big way, like um I would say well, it was definitely them as far as like that um like just going over to Marks and like what else all playing like um. Super Smash Brothers Melee that's constantly over and over again. Like, 
I remember like um we lost our save for one reason or another, and like we just uh, we just spent the entire day just like unlock just unlocking all the yeah, characters. Yeah, it's kind of like game. a gift because like you just get to go. Yeah, it because it's like it's, it's kind of like a bummer, but like it's also like cool at the same time. It's like oh, I guess we're playing this game all day. Like just like just, just forget everything else we're doing that day. Um, I, uh, Mike Burgess and I on a episode of Podcast Ultimate reflected on like how we would both like go back and delete our melee save just so that we could go and unlock it all over again because mm-hmm. like I liked doing that um, I liked the progression of that yeah uh, but it was like you know like playing that playing double dash with them um, yeah being in Mark's house and like and playing with, um, with Marcus and Travis and like Phil and John or whoever um, came by like that was like the biggest like multiplayer time I had was like around that era. Um, but it was always local. That's why that's why I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm always a, a fan, I'm a fan of multiplayer as far as like, if it's like locally, but like it is online. I've just never really, that's been not true. Now. You played new super Mario bros. You with Tony Scott and I, you had a miserable time. Oh, that's a miserable game. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I get that. I was going to say you, you had this great multiplayer session of your life and then you said never again. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i yeah that's that's awesome like i i never had that kind of communal thing i like the closest i had was with my brothers but it was on like such a smaller scale mm. so um and then like playing tales of symphonia friend with my my friends casey and ian like that was like a a big thing for me mm-hmm. i never really had it but it was always like two people you see i have like a running theme of like two or three people right that's it. Like I got, um, I got this console that has four ports and like this, this need one more person. No, just two is fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure we'll figure it out with three people. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, that's that's a cool era. Is that like just all PS2 era for you? Is is like this multiplayer? Uh, this, this fighting games and, yeah, and it, hanging out with this group of people. Yeah, it was like fighting games, um, multiplayer, um, importing. Um, I got into uh, mm. doing imports around that time. And it's like, cause like, obviously I wasn't in the anime. So like being in anime means they make anime games and then make anime games mean that they don't come into America. <laughs> so that means yeah. I would have to import the games and like find out how to mod a system just to like actually get that shit to work. And then like, um, you know, we played, we played like, uh, the, the Naruto, um, Gato Ninja Tyson four on the GameCube and like, um, uh, play some Naruto on PS2 games and bleach games and, you Hakusho games <laughs> we did yeah uh we just did like all that um obviously dragon ball z games but like um played the budokais and whatnot um lots of budokai now we did we lo- had to loop back around but we should talk about kingdom hearts yeah um so like kingdom hearts was like um it was definitely a thing where like didn't hear anything about it like the only outside like as far as like um thing i, I could possibly like um I even know about it was like from gaming magazine. I was a game pro boy, um, around that time. So like, um, uh, yeah, like I, I, I may have seen it like on um in a magazine or something like that. But like, I never really seen like um, uh, I, I don't think I'm like the only thing I really remember about Kingdom Hearts is just like the commercial, like the commercial, mm-hmm. like in in, in like. It's so funny too, because like I remember this too. So yeah. So like, so like, the big thing for everybody else, everyone else in the fucking world was like, "Oh my god, Cloud is in this game. Cloud is in this game. I'm gonna get this game because Cloud is in this game." And I'm the <laughs> only, I'm the only guy in the world who was like, "Yo, Jack Skeleton's in this game. I'm gonna get the game because Jack Skeleton is in this game." <laughs> no, I want you to know that Brady O'Neill was absolutely that person as well. 
And he was like so stoked that Nightmare Before Christmas and like all these like specific Aladdin and like all these movies from our childhood mm-hmm. were like weirdly brought. Like part of Kingdom Hearts that was just the most hype for like any Disney kid was just like shit. I just get to like play Aladdin. I just get to do Aladdin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I don't care if I'm some spiky haired kid. I get to just do that. Like that's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, you were not alone, but yeah, that's awesome. That's so you, also. Yeah, yes, very much so. <laughs> and, and all that resentment for Cloud would, would do you so great <laughs> later. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts was like, uh, it was just like it was just something that just immediately called to me, and like it was just something I asked my mom. Just like, mom, can I can you just get me this game? And like she was like, yeah. And just like she just wow, just got it for me, just like that then and that day. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, thank you. And I just played. That's, the that's what you time. get for being a kid that like doesn't ask for much. Like if you just Dude. like kind of ride back, if you're like, hey, like you know, I don't do this a lot, but I really need this. Yeah, so like, we got you. That, that wanders <laughs> in me. Like, I never liked asking my parents for anything, money I, or help or anything like that. I was like, you didn't even have to tell me that for me to know. <laughs> I like totally a hundred percent know for sure. So yeah, that's like, that's very sweet. That's like, that's, that's a good mom move right there. Yeah. 100%. Um, uh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is a, is a defining game. Like, where were you at comparatively to like two, like three years later when two happens? Were you, were you different in a different spot in your life? Would you say, or, or was it still kind of same feelings? Uh, it was. It was definitely like, um, cause like, like I remember, like there's certain things I remember. Like I remember like Chain of Memories coming out on the Game Boy Advance, and I remember not having a Game Boy Advance, and me being so hungry for Kingdom Hearts, I had to borrow a, a, a Game Boy Advance from my friend so I can actually just play that game. So like, years and years and years, I never had a Game Boy Advance. Like I eventually bought one, like. Oh, or I eventually had one with my DS, obviously, <laughs> but like, um, but like, I never had a Game Boy Advance myself, um, to play that game. So like, that was like that that filled me, that made me feel good. But like, mm. around when Kingdom Hearts Two was coming out, that was like, um, me going to like, um, what was it, kh two dot cl dot uk all the time, mm. um, and that was just like knowing who the blonde hair kid was and like, uh, <laughs> um, figuring that stuff out, like doing my own trailer analysis type of thing um just figuring out stuff you know and this is me in my own world because there was no one around like kingdom hearts is like i did like there was my friend marcus but like marcus liked it like for like um the combos and stuff like they like different gameplay he doesn't really like care about the story that much but like um you know i, I was all about the lore and i, I was all about everything i looked at that game mm-hmm. like um so it's it's worth pointing out if, if that's what you're like you're digging into trailers is that around the same time that you like we're getting into like the coverage of video games. I didn't get into coverage of video games until like PS3. Okay, definitely. So different. that's not far off. That's a couple years away. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, but but Kingdom Hearts Two is more of a personal quest. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, like uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts Two was like um, that was that was something. Like, cause I was in college at the time when um Kingdom Hearts Two came out. Um, I remember specifically, I ordered it online, and that was like probably one of my. Not my first online purchase, but like I remember specifically ordering online because I've heard like people getting stuff like almost like a week or a few days early when you order online. Mm, the great myth. Yes, and then like I didn't get day, I didn't get to like a day or two afterwards. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember getting off class. I remember it coming in. I remember marking them, telling me to come over to his house to like you know let's like, hang out or whatever. I remember, um. They were all outside. It's like, yo, we're just we're just playing like um tag or something like that. We were just we were just doing dumb dumb kid stuff, and they were saying like um, you know, like 
UBA or something like that. And like, like it's funny because like I'm in college at this time, but we're playing like <laughs> but this is like one of the things that we're we're doing. Um, we're all we were all around the same age, so it's not like I'm playing with kids or something like that. Like we're all just <laughs> we're all like in our eighteen, <laughs> roll, nineteen roll years up old on a playground. <laughs> we're like, yo, let's play some tag, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're like eighteen and nineteen or something like that. We're playing tag, and like um, I remember like I was chasing Mark. Cause I was in, I was chasing, I was, I was chasing Mark, and then I just ate shit. And I fell on the ground, and like I, I, oh. and I screwed up my hand, and that was my video game playing hand. No. <laughs> so like on the day Kingdom Hearts two, I finally got it. I like I had to play with my fucked up hand. I, of course, I, I went through it, but like I just remember. Of course, I remember my hand just being fucked up that day, which was like, everyone has a story yeah. for the day Kingdom Hearts two came out. <laughs> fucking, fucking Scott stayed up twenty hours to play like almost all of Kingdom Hearts two in one sitting. <laughs> I sat up to to watch my brother play it, and you fucked up your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Playing tag as an 18, 19 year old kid. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that was, that was uh, So I think like is that like the last benchmark for PS2? Did you did you was God of War a benchmark for you in that era? No, um, no, like. PS2 was like similar to PS1, whereas I didn't play all that much. Like, well, yeah. well, I, I imported a lot. Like I said, like, like if, if it wasn't anime, I wasn't playing it. Basically, more or less, I will just say that <laughs> if it wasn't Kingdom Hearts or anime, I wasn't really playing it or a fighting game um, on PS2. Sure. Um, so, like, it was it was like really when I when we get to the PS3 era, um, I guess we'll get into right now. It's like um, that's when like uh, the appreciation for like um, you know like seeing the stuff that I missed. Or like, or like this weird obsession of mine of playing something, playing the the prequels before I get to that actual new game. That, that's where it kind of really started around then. And here's here's the real interesting about thing about PS3, um, with mm-hmm. me, um, like it was definitely like um, at that time where it's like um, as far as video games, like the only thing I ever played was like platformers and like um, platformers fighting games and like. You know, just like general shit, but I didn't play JRPGs. I didn't play, um, I didn't play shooting games. Like I, like that, that was like oh, that, okay. that was really a thing where it's like I didn't play shooting games. And like, like I would always say, like, no, that's not for me. I'm just not into that stuff. Um, and then like I saw the first trailer for Uncharted. Um, like I didn't play third person shooters. Like I didn't play anything as far as like if it was a wolf a gun for the mo- for the most part. I didn't really play. Um, was there like an aversion there, or was it just like? Might be a little bit of a therapist question. <laughs> Sorry, but was it just like you didn't like the idea of like shooting things, or was it just like you didn't like that kind of gameplay? I, I think I just didn't like that kind of gameplay or that perspective. Um, I I, I was one hundred percent against first person shooters, but like um, which Mark was like super into, like um, you know, like Mark played um Call of Duty on PC at the time, and then like eventually got to Call of Duty when he got his three sixty. Um, mm-hmm. so like um. Oh, I saw him play first person shooters all the time, but like you know, I never touched it. Um, oh, a good multiplayer game that um, my friends used to always play was like Perfect Dark and stuff like that um, on yeah. the sixty four, and like you know, I, I I wasn't for that, so like I always watched him play. I never played that myself. Um, but uh, yeah, and then eventually he- I saw this trailer for Uncharted, and it's like, oh, this looks really cool. Um, and it's made from Naughty Dog, who made Jack and Daxter, which I really liked in PS two. So it was like, uh. Maybe maybe I'll give this one a shot and like um yeah that was my really my introduction to like actually like try different things Cause, like okay because PS3 like I tried fucking everything like I I played SingStar for the first time I I um um I got I had judgment just because it was there um 
you know, I, I, I that was that was the time I experimented with a lot of stuff. Valkyria Chronicles was a big one for you. Yes, too. that was one too. Like, um, uh, the sky I, I played around that time. Um, okay, like the sky three is about to come out. Like this, this is like the story for like everything. Oh, the sky three is about to come out. I better play all the sky games, so I played one <laughs> and two. Oh, Metal Gear Solid four is about to come out, so I'll play Metal Gear Solid one, two, three. Um, you know, just like that was that, it was just that story over and over again. Oh, God of War three is about to come out. Oh, I have to play God of War one and two. So like, okay, yeah, that was. A, I mean, was, I'm the same exact person. <laughs> like, remember when the Evil Within two came out? And I'm like, I'm playing the Evil Within, I guess. <laughs> and it was like miserable, but I still played it, and then I I still thankfully ended up liking Evil Within two. But yeah, I yeah I get it. Mm-hmm. So like, gotta set it up. Yeah. Um, and around that time too, it's like um. Is when I started looking up stuff. Like I remember going to uh, PS3Fanboy.com, which was a joystick um, extension, I guess you'd say. Oh yes, yeah. So that's totally forgot about this. So that's how I got my PlayStation user around. Then, I mean, obviously, I watched G4. Like I watched G4 for like a while, but like I never had a channel. So like, yeah, that was like a. It was always hard for me to like get it, and then like eventually we had the cable to actually like watch G4 like on a regular basis. So that was. Do you, cool. do you remember the first E3 that you watched? Um, it was definitely around the PS3 era. I think it might have been when Mac was announced. Ooh, God, that might be my first one too. And that's, I think that's 07. Yeah, it was like definitely one of the earlier ones. It was, it was either 2007. I, I feel like 2008 is too late. Um, it was after the year, um, that um, it was it launched for sure. PS3, that's 06. So yeah, that that makes because 06 is like the infamous like giant enemy yeah, crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oof. Um. Now it's worth noting to backtrack a little bit. No Xbox never entered the picture. The original Xbox. The original Xbox. No. Like the only thing on the original Xbox that looked appealing to me was a game called like Wreckfest or something like that. Not Wreckfest, but like it was like it. It was, it was it's something that had Wreck in the title. But like the only reason I was interested in it because it had the Back of the Future car in it. It had the DeLorean in it. So I was like, that's the only reason I wanted to play that game. But uh, like, yeah. But I never had an affinity with Halo because I didn't like first person shooters. So like, um. You know, like, and um, Halo was never really around our group that much. Um, I know Mark was into Halo 2 for a while because our friend John was really into it, but like, um, and John's like a big Xbox head, but like, um, yeah, like, we never really like got into that. We just played like, wrestling games around the time, <laughs> so yeah, nice, nice. Okay, so no Xbox, no, and like GameCube was like Smash Brothers, and and it was, it was, that Ill. was there any other GameCube highlights for you? It was, it was just literally just like, um. Smash Brothers and uh, Double Dash. Double Dash was the Double Dash Ooh, was the yeah. game I owned, and I, that might have been the only game I owned on my GameCube. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's the only game you need, baby. Pretty it's much, all you need. That's why I had such an affinity for it. That's why I, I love that game to death. Um, um, one hundred percent. Yeah, all this shit in that game. Um, yeah. but yeah, Double Dash was definitely the one I had. Like, I never played Sunshine. Still haven't played Sunshine. Um. You're probably better off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I eventually played Wind Waker. Uh, Beautiful Joe was like eventually um, type of thing. Um, yeah, or uh, that could have been emulated or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely got it, but like it was like you know it was at the time where it's like um you know like the Wii's already out, so I, I played on a, on a Wii oh, or something yeah. like that. It's fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but you did you have a Wii? Yes, yes, definitely had a okay. Wii. Um, okay. My sister worked at um. Or she still works because <laughs> she's um she's a store manager now. But like uh she um worked uh, at a Walmart and like um uh I remember distinctly like um uh, my mother asking me if I wanted a Wii. 
Um, I was like, sure, but like, I don't want you to, like the way outside, like the crazy people. No, offense, yeah. no offense, but like, <laughs> no offense to Linda the shark out there doing God's work. That's all I'm saying. So like, she she pretty much said like, oh well, I can get your sister to get it for you. Like you know, do like you know, like so, pull some strings. Basically, like so yeah. who like pre-ordered it or put it in their way, and like you could get it for Christmas. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. Your so, dad works at Nintendo. Yeah, well, my sister works at Walmart. <laughs> so like, fuck off. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's I love it. Yeah, so I got a Wii at launch because of that. Oh, not at launch, but like I got it for Christmas because of that. Um, cool. You know, Wii boxing was a thing. Um, wasn't really like a Wii household. Like, like I said, my mother just doesn't play video games, so like, um, that was never a thing with her. Um, obviously, and then my dad never did it either. Uh, but like, um, um, my sister, my my sister got too old for video games. She didn't have Vernon then. Maybe she did. <laughs> Maybe. Oh no! Know. Yeah, yeah. Vernon was definitely born around the time. Yes, he was definitely born. But like, he was you know infant toddler. He couldn't do anything. But like, um, he was a child. He didn't know. What he <laughs> but like, um, yeah, my brother was. I think my, yeah, my brother was definitely out of the house by then. I think my brother was in he Japan, in Florida, right? I think he was in Japan around that time because he was in the Air okay. Force. So like, um, yeah, my brother. Damn, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he was in Japan at the time. Actually, yes. So like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, um. Yeah, that was the Wii. Like, um, Wii was like, um, that was like your PS One, right? Like, you probably didn't have that many games for it. I imagine. I I actually had a, a decent amount of Wii games. Um, okay. Yeah, like, like it was because like, this was around the time where it's like I'm playing everything, I'm getting everything. Like, you know, like I eventually got a 360. Um, because like you know, like when you go to your friend's house who has a 360, he has fucking Crashle Crashers. That's like an instant sale for you. So like, um. Because you had nothing like that on PlayStation, so I was like, "Yes, of course." I, that that was my system seller was literally Castle, Castle Crash. Um, yeah. um, but yeah, like you know, like it was that was around the time where it's like, um, why did you get a PS3 before over a 360? Oh, because this Kingdom Hearts three is going to come on PlayStation three, so like, why wouldn't I get a PlayStation type of thing? <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like we said the same goddamn thing in my house. In my house, me, my brother and I, Brady and I, were like, yeah, the PS3 is way bigger. Kingdom Hearts is going to come in, like, you know, and Final Fantasy is going to come. And it's just, man, what if, if I could see myself then, man, <laughs> just like say, like, just no, just don't, just whatever, like, just get a 360, maybe they're fine. Um, of course, you know the red ring and all that, but right. Um, when did you get an Xbox? Um, I bought it off a friend. Um, like his red, red his red ring. Too many times, he just like wanted to sell it. <laughs> so, um, get it away from me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I bought it off of him, and then I literally just played Castle Crashes for like almost like a good year, and then like um, eventually Explosion Man um came on there, which I loved. Oh and, like, yeah. And then like I was like that. Then this became my um. Xbox Live Arcade Machine. It's like anything, because like you know, like that that shit was like untouchable at the time. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like those were like the best games for me personally. Like, um, because you know, I wasn't really into like shooting games at that mo- at the time. Like, um, I eventually played Gears, but like, um, Gears was a while before I like I actually warmed up to that. Um, but uh, yeah, like that was that was the system just for my Xbox Live Arcade games. I just love that shit to death. Like, Explosion Man. Um, God, I, I'm trying to remember. I didn't play Braid. I didn't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't play Braid either. I like totally missed it. Like I came in the year after Braid came out. So yeah, like the Shadow Complex, like all those like this yes. great Xbox Live arcade games. Like I just loved it. Limbo, 
Those those are huge for me. Yeah, so I'm curious now, kind of tr- trying to tie the threads together here. So you in the PS3 area, you're you're I would say probably more looking at at video games. You're more paying attention to things as a whole. I, I assume you're also probably anticipating things more. Mm-hmm. Like that that's the thing I definitely notice of like, oh, I, I know when things are announced now, so I like I I kind of I know what the wait feels like now, where yes. I, I maybe didn't before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like the first game I ever waited for, like big time, outside of Smash Brothers Brawl, which was huge, but it was like Super Paper Mario. I was like, oh, that comes out April, and I like became aware of that in January of that year. It's like, oh god, I gotta wait. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so hard for me, but yeah. So where, how does that eventually tie you into uh, VGEvo.com? Which for listeners who have no idea what that is. That's the website that would eventually spawn Irrational Passions. Yeah, like um, like I said, like um, I was on uh, PS3Fanboy.com, um, which was like um, you know, just gave you like general information, and then like um, usually like on a weekly basis, they um, they talked about like uh, they had like an article to show like um, hey, PlayStation Nation put up uh, uh, an episode. Like um, for some reason they just like they just like did it for free. Um, just like just, just shout them out every once in a while. So like I I go there and that's how I found about Glenn and Mark uh, from PlayStation Nation at the time. Um, and then like they've always mentioned VG Evo. So like um, and that's how I got into that. Um, and that's how like I, I expanded. Um, and like kind of listened to everything on VG Evo when um when I found out what a forum was because like I never really like um. I I I've been on the internet like like the only the, like literally the only two forums like I've ever like really like been a part of was like the game trailers forums but that was just because of um um I was I was into making AMVs at the at the time so like um hell yeah um it was like the AV um AMV faction on game trailers um <laughs> and I eventually became a mod on that so like um I was like literally like one of the not the big waves or whatever, but like I, I, I became a mod, which was weird for me. Um, throwing contests or whatever every once in a while just to um, see what had the best A and B. Even though my A and Bs were like not as good as like um, um, the compared to everybody else, honestly. Um, I feel, but like um, I have seen your A and Bs. I found them to be delightful. So like literally, like the reason, like um, uh, the leader, um, I think it was Steve One, was his name um at the time um. The reason why he picked me to be like a mod- uh, moderator and like um, be like uh, like a head of the community was uh, because like um, I had diversity with my stuff because like um, you know everyone at the time it was always this Linkin Park and it was always Dragon Ball Z like you can't you could not yep. get away from that like it was always that and I was like fuck that I gotta do something different um i eventually did do some linkin park songs and i eventually did some dragon Ball Z songs. <laughs> <laughs> yes but, you did but like um you know i, I like i was like i dedicated myself for like for, the, for those first 30 that i did i actually did i did a grand total of 31 and um amvs um this is far off from video game top of whatever but like <laughs> no this is related though because game trailers is a big part of this yeah like um i did 31 amvs and like i i, I dedicated myself to like making them different in like some way like every single one of them but like i did like maybe like three dragon ball z ones and two in yasha ones but like everyone one everyone was like a different anime like i did gundam Damn. wing and g gundam and um zatch bell and lupon the third and like just connected them with music and stuff like that and like um i I was like you know like it's it's 
it's cringeworthy, but like it's 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 still something I'm proud of at the same time too, because like it was something I was really dedicated towards. Like I I did a college essay on making A and Bs, um, yes. and I got an A on it. So. This is what I'm talking about. No, be proud of this. This is awesome. Like because the thing is, when we had that like big A and B talk on the show, and then like when you had told me about your A and Bs in the past, like I don't know, you you put a lot of heart and soul into them. The the thing. I'm curious about because I didn't know you were like a moderator of like a team of folks making a like a group. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you were doing this on the game trailers forums. One mm-hmm. kind of off topic. Do you remember what your handle was? Was it Nobshin one eight six? It was Nobshin one eight six. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I love it. Um, I've been Nobshin one eight six since AIM. Okay. Like, so for the most it, part, yeah. So like I started off as Action Jackson one eight six and. Then I went to Nobishin 186, and then I just stuck with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, was that around this time, had you adopted the, the nickname Nobishin? Had you just become Nobishin at this point? Well, it was like a, around that time where like when I was listening to Interactive Distractions, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like when they addressed me, they always just said Nobishin. And like, you, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, I, I I like that. I don't like Brian. I always like never liked Brian as far as far as the first name, but like, um, um, you know, I'm 33 now, so it's like, who gives a shit? But like, <laughs> when I want to get my early 20s, I'm like, nah, I, I hate that name. Um, or at least <laughs> at least online, at least online, like, you know, yeah, well, I get well, it. Like my friends always called me Jackson. Yeah. I know this because I've been around them when they refer to you this. It was very surreal for me. Yeah, they called me Jackson, and that's because Mark didn't want to... We had two friends named Brian. He didn't want to Two Brian's, yeah, the so classic. He, so he called me Jackson. <laughs> so that's how I got named Jackson. Like, it's so, it was so funny when... um <laughs> Somewhat of a tangent, but like, it's so funny like hearing Katie just call me Brian now because like, she doesn't call me Jackson anymore ever since like um they broke up. It's like, no, I don't have to call you this anymore because <laughs> that's how yeah. he referred you. There, so. There's no other Brian's around, also. Yeah. So it's just you. But I, uh, that was weird to get used to. But like, um, yeah, like, like all my internet friends called me Navishin, and all my friends locally called me Jackson. So it was like it was always just a thing like that. Um, I've, I've adopted Brian now more often now. So like, it's it's pretty. Well, yeah, where are you at? Are you over Navishin? Should we stop calling you Navishin? Um, I, I think I still like it. I still prefer that online. Like online is fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't mind being called Brian. I, I, I'll, okay. I'll say that, but like, um, I, there was definitely uh, an aversion to it. Really, when once we first met in the back of Evan's van, <laughs> um, but it's whatever you want, you know. I was just curious because, like, it is there it will be like in online group meeting settings, and like people will just kind of interchangeably call you either Brian, and I'll always just call you Nabushin. Or like Tony will flex and call you Brian to make you un- make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Not really anyone else. Uh, and I just don't know where I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like a dog that's confused and lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's whatever you prefer. Yeah. Um. We'll stick. To, we'll stick to the option. We we've turned. I feel like we've turned you. We've made it a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like it's it's like when I was listening to OK Beast this week and like Ian called me Brian at first. I'm like. Like, like it was like it was kind of it was kind of take that Ian. <laughs> it was kind of one of those things. Like, mm, but like you know, like it's whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, all right, I get it. So uh, we're on the right side of history. That's the, I'm just trying to uh, reaffirm that. Mm-hmm. Um. So 
get us back on track. I'm saying one thing that's where where you were novishing, but also um, was this like being on the game trailers forums? Was that like what led you into them? Like you were just there, so of course you got way into the games trailers, folks. Um, or were you already in there? Or was it just um, like they just went hand in hand? Yeah, I was already on. I was already in there. Um, I was always like um, I always paid attention to their their reviews. Um, and then eventually they did their podcast, Invisible Walls, which I um got into. That was something I listened to every week. Um, oh, their po- that was Invisible Walls. I was always like, which, which publication was Invisible Walls? It's game two. That makes sense. Yeah, it was Invisible Walls, and then he changed from to uh, GT time. Like, yes. I, I pretty much like it was weird with like like this whole journey with them because it's like you know like I listened to Invisible Walls like constantly, and then like eventually came GT time, and then like I didn't pay that much attention. At, uh, that much to uh, game trailers anymore mm-hmm. like um like during the whole mandatory update shit like I, I i was i was completely not off game trailers but i wasn't paying attention to their content really and then like when easy allies showed up again and like it, no it was, it was more of a the final boss man final boss, final boss man and the, yeah and then you got me into them via the final boss man which i appreciate yeah yeah so that's where that started with but like um it was um around that time like because i was always on game trailers like as far as like looking at trailers and like getting e3 coverage and stuff like that but like um um that was a that was a period game trailers where they're like they were like trying to compete against youtube so like they allow like user videos on their site so like you know like it was pretty much youtube on game trailers so that's why a and b's popped up there so that's why i got really involved with that uh yeah that that makes sense that adds up um so now we're like you're getting into the vg evo you support everyone there. Like I, the thing is, like you were definitely like the Indus, like interactive distractions number one fan. But I, I feel like you, you went out of your way to support everybody as much as you could, yeah. including irrational passions when it came around. Yeah, like um, it was just a thing where it's like I was really passionate about the community at the time, and like um, you know, like I, I, I threw contests for no fucking reason. Like <laughs> I, I just mm-hmm. want, like, and that just speaks to me as a person, really. Like oh, like oh, Valkyria Chronicles. No one played this game. You know, what? I'm gonna throw a contest. Hey, everybody from the, every major VG Evil site. Like I need y'all to beat this game, and like the winner of this game, I'll buy you any collector's edition you want. Oh, Chris Riccio, you beat it from Interactive Distractions. Okay, well here's God of War Three collector's edition. That's literally the story of that. Yeah, but you like I love it because you became such a catalyst for such great conversations and like such awesome episodes of podcasts and and like those those kinds of fun like the best parts of VG Evo when like the folks on the podcast network were all it felt like a network it felt like we were all kind of like in a group together mm-hmm. um and I think by the time Rational Passions podcast was added to that network it was like changing a lot you know so mm-hmm. so it was always like the year or so before ippodcast.net became a thing like i just liked being a fan you know like and and i knew about you and i knew about joe uh joseph a aces i291 right mm-hmm. because like you guys would send the voicemails into the podcast and and like do the things like the valkyria chronicles contest which was just awesome it was just it was it was such a good positive thing that you were putting out there mm-hmm. um, oh, thank you and and like Joe, who you know, for most modern day folks might not know, he was like the fourth member of Rational Patches podcast, right? He would do a similar thing of just like you know asking questions or or like getting people to have conversations about other games. Like that that's it's funny that the two of you <laughs> like ended up in like my in my sphere 
I'm very lucky for that, but like always very inspiring. I, I think like a lot of what I try and do now is a similar vibe of like sending in a good or like a, a emotional question to a show or or invigorating people to play Persona Five by buying it for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I uh, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's it's like weird as hearing it because like um it, like. You know, like I had my friends who um play video games, obviously, but like they they didn't really like do the same thing I did, or like or like not really get into it as as I did. Like you know, like I was like my own personal hype man type of thing. <laughs> um, as far as like um you know, like I like I like I fucking love Kingdom Hearts, and like, everyone's like, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is pretty cool. And like, like, <laughs> yeah. like no man, you don't understand. <laughs> and so like that's why I, like I re- I retreated to like podcast. Like no one no one on on podcast like Kingdom Hearts still other than like you. <laughs> so like but like um uh, back. yeah totally. But like um like I don't know man. Like um like I've I kind of gotten back into the swing of doing that stuff again with um Loki Beast. Like that that's like something I just put questions out to and like um. Try to spark interesting conversations like that, um, and obviously, I we I I get you constantly like, hey, you want to fucking record uh, <laughs> your yeah, life story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like totally. Um, because um, so that's it, great. Like exactly that is the catalyst for this great conversation. Yeah, you know? yeah like like I, I I'm not that much of a of a talker or a people person, but like but like the stuff like this is like when I when I when I can talk about my passions, I guess you could say. Um, like it's it's all I, it's all I want to talk about. It's all like I don't know if I have OCD. I might have OCD, but like like it's just like it's something I, I just I just need to get everything out about it. That's like why I did fresh off the dome for a while is because like like we get like podcasts get so caught up in like promoting themselves for like the first like twenty minutes or something like that. <laughs> like and then yeah. like just get off the, like the the topic itself like or just the, or they don't get to it quick enough so you can't really hook people into it. And I just wanted to like dive into it and get deep into it and just like just keep talking about it like like i always i always hate like there's like a timer to like um how much you want to talk about something it's like no let's like just get it all out of your system and like um yeah that's just like a a me thing like i don't know (laughs) yeah i get it and (laughs) the real problem rational passions podcast has i think about a lot of like let's just i need to get this out of the way so let's just do it you know Mm -hmm. but I, i you know i get that too like that's I, I think I was on one episode of Fresh Off the Dome, but like you know, just let's just talk about it. <laughs> you know, that's what I, makes IP Presents kind of great. Is like it's just an outlet for like let's just talk about it. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> no, no more of this. Let's just get it out. Um, that that brings us to the the modern era. I guess like the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about before like we get essentially into your tenure and people can kind of glean the history from there, um, is Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh that's like the last thing before I would I mean like Mass Effect two would be the thing that kind of makes you a host on a rational passions podcast, basically. Yeah. Uh so it's obviously important. Yeah, like totally. Like um Mass Effect is <laughs> that was like that's, that's like another weird like story type of thing where it's like um Mass Effect's always a weird story with you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um but like like that was definitely something I I heard on heard about forever. Like I I was like an avid listener of interactive distractions, and like um they always brought up Mass Effect constantly over and over and over again. Um, Mass Effect Two is about to come out. And I was like, okay, like it's time for me to get into Mass Effect. And I played 
like a little bit. Like I played Mass Effect and like I really liked it. I really li- I really liked it. But then when I got to make it, I just full on stop. Like uh, I can't I can't deal with this. I hate the Mako. I hate all this stuff. So I stopped playing for like a year. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then eventually like um I went back to it again. Um and then like it just really 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 hooked me. For whatever reason, like like this, it's like it's like me with Persona Four in a weird way. Uh, so I get it. Weirdly enough, yes. Yeah, where I like played most of it and then I stopped and I wouldn't finish it for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then like yeah, like it was just like something about that where it's like, um, like it, it was like something I never played before. It was like it, it like like the player choice and like um. And even though it was like tropey now, like um, it's, or not tropey, but like it's played out now. I should say, um, like the the good and bad decision type of thing. Like there was something unique about the first Mass Effect, I should say, where it's like just the dialogue, um, just like just having regular dialogue and like just can influence anything. Like um, that's that that, and that's like the thing about the first Mass Effect. That's like even superior to like even two and three. It was just like um, you could just have like the regular dialogue. It's just a matter of just like persuading that conversation to a way where it's like uh you can you can get just the solution that you want and not just like hit blue or hit red or type of thing um you know you could talk you could talk rex to not like um fighting you having beef with you so you could get shot um you could just talk to him and like um and like um if you just do your dialogue right quote unquote like um uh you can like um not have to kill him type of thing so it's like it's stuff like that that like I really liked about the first mass effect um and mass effect 2 was just like something completely different for me like it was like because <laughs> like i i remember beating mass effect one and like and then and then immediately ordering mass effect two off amazon and with the dlc like i, I bought everything that day um because mm-hmm. it was around my birthday um it was like a year after that game came out um february 2011 we're looking at yeah somewhere around that time because i know the ps3 version came out as well um that didn't come out till three right I guess that that could have been right around then because I was about a year out from three. The PS2 version, oh the the PS3 version of Mass Effect One and Two, the collection. No, um, Mass Effect Two came out. Oh yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It was the first game that didn't come out for a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, like I um I immediately bought that. Um, and I played through it. Um, love the fuck out of it, and like, like as soon as I beat that, like I, I immediately listened to the uh, interactive distraction spoiler cast about like um yeah legendary yeah that legendary that that was the thing that was like ah uh, like podcasting is amazing type of thing <laughs> where it's like <laughs> yeah it gave, it gave me all these feelings and I just I just loved it so much um but like um yeah like Mass Effect is like something like is like near and dear to me um like just like. Kind of like with Kingdom Hearts, like there's 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 few things in this world, like like the different, like okay, hold on, hold on, for a second. <laughs> like <laughs> one thing at a time, like with Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts is special to me because like I felt that was like a mine type of thing, like this is mine, this is my series, like I I discovered this on my own, no one told me about this, I got this, and like this is like a fully me thing. That's the special thing about Kingdom Hearts with me. But Mass Effect, it, it's the same thing, but like you know like. It was like something we all shared, type of thing. Like, oh, you're also a big fan too. So, like, come in here, come. Um, you can come into this circle, and like, uh, we can all just hug it out and like love this thing together. Mass Effect Two was a special thing, um, and everyone loved that game. 
everyone talked about the game. Everybody yeah. loved Mass Effect Two, and like, and like that's why I'm like so weirded out by three because like it's like everyone just gave up. Everyone just stopped talking about it. like like everyone, like some people didn't even like finish the game just because of the controversy and whatever. But like like it's so worth it's still worth it and it's still good for, in its own right. And like that was like the depressing thing about Mass Effect Three for me is like so many people just like just gave up on the series just after that. It's like why why? Yeah, I get it. Uh, that's like three is a weird spot. Three is like that that thing that that got you on onto the show in 2012. Mm. Um, so March is when that came out. I think it's around the time that you started as a like a full host on a rational passion. I say it would have been actually like three months later in June. Um, I think I started like literally after the Mass Effect three like hype cast. No, yeah, no, or, Mass Effect, it was it's going it was into three spoiler cast. Uh, it had to have been like after because you, your first official episode, you came on the show for it, I think, but your first like episode as host was uh, ninety eight or ninety nine. So that was that must have been around summertime. What was that? Die Mass Spec Hard or something like yeah. that? Yeah, like and then well, that that was I think that that was later when we did the Citadel DLC, and like that was all, oh, like, that also meant- a great episode that anyone should go listen to. Where you bought Tony and I the Citadel DLC, See? so we, we would play it, and then we could talk about it on the podcast. But we just did a whole episode of the podcast mm-hmm. that was just that DLC. It must have been like episode one sixty ish, maybe like in that era. And it was just you, Tony, and I. It's a great episode of the show. It still holds up. Um, and we had all played the Citadel DLC and just talked about it. Yeah, yeah, man. Good uh, shit. I'm a weird boy. Like I, I bought, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I love bought, you so much. <laughs> I bought I bought the DLC for you and Tony, and then like I bought like three extra ones. So yeah, like give away the giveaway, just like have people to listen to it, and like I, I and I remember like giving those away to the people who want it, and like and I emailed them like saying like Hey man, just like just like just let me know what you think about it afterwards. They never emailed me back. So I know it's monster. <laughs> so it's just one of those things, man. Like. Like I, I, I can't tell you like how many times I've just done stuff like this, and it's like it, 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 because like it, it, the weird thing about me, like it's like a very selfish giving thing that I do. It's like oh, totally. It's, it's like <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna buy you this Nintendo Switch. I hope you like it. But hey, I want you to talk about Zelda. So tell me what you think about Zelda. So I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I had like a similar thing that I did today. Like, uh, I'm, I'm like working on a like a new project at my job and uh one of my coworkers came over and like uh, like they're seeing it it's like a group big group project group group effort and i'm like oh can i like show you around like show you everything uh and i just did it so that way i could see them react to it and see how they felt about it so like i i get it it is like a selfish <laughs> gift <laughs> but like it I, it comes from a good place of just like you care about a thing so much you just want to see other people react to it and, and see if they also care as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the video game history of yeah. Brian Obstin Jackson. Yeah. Um, you know, PS4. How do you feel? How do you feel now? Uh, what I guess seven years later from that, uh, all all documented on Irrational Passions podcast. Like, where are you at with video games right now, Option? With video games in general? Yeah. Um, video games are good. Video games are cool. Video, video games are cool, man. Um, <laughs> They're um, pretty good. Yeah, like um, video games are like 
I feel like more approachable than ever before. Like, um, as far as like, um, having everybody part of this, um, this thing that like, we're making it to a point where like everyone can love this, not just like a certain type of person, not just like, like, <laughs> cause you know, like it's one of those things where it's like, um, like definitely when I was younger, you know, like race never really mattered to me because like I tr- mm-hmm. I try to not to make it matter to me, and like and in some in some cases I don't like I'm trying to I'm trying to live the life um I try to live the lie to like you know like uh make it the reality like you know like just because you're white I don't have to address you as white type of thing like we're both the same type of person type of thing it's the lie I, I like to live by and I try to like worse like we're all the same people anyway um but like you know like just the fact that like we can have things like today, like blessing and Xavier was hosting together and like them asking a question, like, Hey, what's your favorite black character? And them pausing for a moment for like, they didn't know they can, they can really think of something on the spot right there. So I was like, Oh, me tweeting out like this. Hey, this highlight your favorite black character. And like people responding like, Oh, I really liked Jax from Mortal Kombat. Or I really like Ronan from, um, Bayonetta. Or I like, um, you know, like Barrett I from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, like this. I, I feel like um, video games are a good place where, um, not only that they're tr- that that they want everybody to be part of it, but they're trying or they're making genuinely efforts. It's not quite there yet, um, but I feel like they're making strides more than they ever have before, as far as like trying to get everybody a part of it. And I think that's great. Yeah, I agree. Video games are cool. Plus, they're. It's just a lot of good video games coming out soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and we we lived long enough to see Kingdom Hearts 3. So we can all be excited. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for chatting, Option. This is great. Yeah. Yours was longer than mine, which is very rare. Uh, but I, it's yet a couple extra years of, of rich history to mine. <laughs> all those 80 arcade stories. I mean, it's um, not a competition, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very insecure now. Um no, this is great. Um I makes me curious about maybe having more of these conversations with other irrational passions people. I mean, that that's kind of was the goal for yeah. <laughs> because like I I say these dumb things cuz I want to get it out but like I also you know, the selfish the selfish giving thing yeah. whereas like I'm also trying to give you content ideas for like hey, maybe you'll actually <laughs> like want to do this. Like I don't know. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. This is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. We'll see. Um I hope folks like listening to these. We'll we'll chalk it up to a fun experiment for now, but uh I certainly had a great time. We recorded this in two separate sittings, so so with nice little break between, and I think we we got a, a lot of good juicy details there. Um, thanks for hanging out, Nobshin. Uh, follow Nobshin at Nobshin one eight six on Twitter. Just do it, just because he's a big sweetheart. And uh, and uh, check check back here for more fun stuff. Have a good uh, have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.